This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. Almost three years ago, the Central Avenue Bridge closed due to structural issues. The local bridge, which connects the West Bottoms in Kansas City, Missouri, to the historic neighborhoods along Central Avenue in KCK, served as a major artery for local businesses on both sides of the river. While plans to demolish the Central Avenue Bridge were tabled just a few weeks ago, the future of the thoroughfare remains to be seen. Here to give us the latest on the bridge is Kansas State Representative Pam Curtis. She's a Democrat from Wyandotte County. She's behind a petition to get the bridge repaired or rebuilt. Representative Curtis, thanks for taking time. Nice to have you here. Thank you, Steve. Mike Pierce co-owns Slaps Barbecue with his brother. The popular restaurant is right on Central Avenue and is one of the first things you see when you get off the bridge on the Kansas side. Mike, nice to have you here. Thanks Welcome back. Me. You bet. Representative Curtis, so you're behind the petition to save the Central Avenue Bridge. How did you become involved in the project? Well, um, KDOT informed me that um, they were moving forward with a project in my district that included repairing the Central Avenue Bridge, the part of the bridge that the state owns. That includes the ramps for the um, access to the highways. However, the rest of the bridge is owned by uh, the unified government. I started knocking doors on James Street and on Central Avenue, talking to businesses and residents, and I found out um, that there was really a huge interest in making sure that that entire bridge was reopened to maintain that access, that gateway to our community, but that access, important access from Central Avenue to James Street. Is it unusual that a bridge would be owned by two different entities? Um, you know, I don't really know the answer to that question, yeah. quite honestly. Strikes me as a little weird, but who knows? For those who aren't familiar with the area, uh, Representative, describe to our listeners exactly where the bridge sits. Sure. Um, the bridge sits right on um, the eastern edge of Kansas City, Kansas. Um, a lot of people might be familiar with some of our historic neighborhoods, such as such as Strawberry Hill, Russian Hill, Polish Hill, the downtown KCK area. Um, there would be direct access through that area to like the Lewis and Clark um, call point area. Right. And then right on down to the, you know, right on down Central Avenue um, to um, all of those neighborhoods in the eastern part of KCK. Um, what led to the bridge being closed to begin with in 2021? Um, structural issues is what led to the bridge being closed. Um, Do you know if the unified government had a plan for the bridge when it closed? I, I don't know if they had a plan for the bridge when it closed. Yeah. Um, but it's also been referred to as a major artery. How come? It is a major artery. Um, there are, you know, not too many ways to cross the river and the railroad tracks. KCK has two major rivers. We have more bridges than most cities of our size. And that is because of the two major rivers and also because of the um, railroad um, yards where the second 
largest rail hub in the United States. So um, that makes our bridges even more important. And they're important connectors. You know, regionally, we're so connected. And this is a way that a lot of people have used to not only go to work, but to medical appointments, you know, to visit friends and family. It's a way that many of those businesses down in the James Street area move their goods and services, especially regionally. Yeah. So that access is just critical for so many of our businesses and residents. Well, Mike Pierce, let me bring you into this conversation here. You spoke in front of the unified government several weeks back in support of getting the bridge reopened. Why has this been an important issue for you? Yeah, I think, um, you know, Strawberry Hill, the neighborhood we're in, Russian Hill, um, they're up and coming and we're growing every day. Um, And the business owners and the residents over there put their heart and soul into beautifying this neighborhood, um, bringing economic development um, and to cut us off from our neighbors that that we really view as neighbors, whether that's West Bottoms or downtown Kansas City, Missouri, um, doesn't make sense at all. You know, it doesn't make sense. How has the bridge closure been impacting your business, Mike? Yeah, it's a little hard to quantify. I've talked to a lot of businesses and, and, you know, have we seen a 7 to 15 percent reduction since that bridge is closed? Probably. It's probably something in those numbers. Um, and that matters. It's it's gigantic. You know, it's gigantic. I talked at the UG about uh, what if 10 more people a day join us at Slaps for lunch? You know, that's the difference between three or four employees a year and not. Um, that's really? How big, yeah, that's how big of an impact it has over the course of a year. Um, and we've been lucky at Slaps. We have a huge volume, a lot, a lot of customer base. Uh, some of the other businesses that may not do as, as much volume, they're going to be hurt uh, even worse by that. We'll be right back. Hollywood writers are obsessed with the concept of an asteroid heading towards Earth and destroying civilization. But is this something we really should be worried about? I'm Kate the Chemist, and on my podcast, Seeking a Scientist, we meet the mastermind behind a real-life mission to divert the path of an asteroid. Subscribe to Seeking a Scientist, made possible by the Starris Institute. Well, the commission voted unanimously to save the bridge at the meeting where uh, you two and several others presented Where did the future of the bridge stand before that, Representative Curtis? I think it was uncertain. Um, I think, you know, the UG has a lot of um, challenges um, that they're trying to address. Financial being a big one. Exactly. And so I think um, with the voices of the businesses, the residents, and then also State Senator Pat Petty, was um, part of our presentation and mentioned um, the assistance that's available through the State Department of Transportation, our infrastructure hub, in helping our cities to access more of those federal dollars that are meant for communities like Wyandotte County. Hmm. What kind of money are we talking about here to to get the UG's portion of the bridge repaired? Um, I think the estimate for the bridge right now stands at about $65 million. And many of those federal programs, they require like a 10 to a 20 percent match. But last year in the Kansas legislature, we passed the Build Kansas Fund, which will help communities when they do access or do get awarded a federal grant, that they can then perhaps tap those dollars for some of that match. In addition, the money that KDOT is spending to fix our portion of the bridge could also be used as part of that match. 
But in any event, you could be looking at 6 to $12 million for the unified government, its share of what this thing could cost. Correct. And at a time when finances are what they are, talk of bankruptcy and everything else with the UG, those are fairly significant dollars. But I think when you talk about what the future holds and what we may be missing out on if we don't repair that bridge, we have businesses that are currently underneath the Central Avenue Bridge that have no way to access. They have to weave their way through the neighborhoods to get to the other side of the Central Avenue Bridge for the other part of their business. Yeah. What's your sense, Mike, as you talk to commissioners, how much interest there is in getting this thing fixed? Um, I think that... Um, I think people are generally interested. I think the commissioners are on board. Um, I don't know if prior to the meeting, everybody knew how important it was to us. Yeah. Um, and Pam's really led the charge with that. So I think um, continued positive noise about about getting this done. It's uh, it's critical for us. And if you look at it from a 10,000 foot view, it does not make sense to have this artery closed to, mm-hmm. to Kansas City, Kansas. Not just for me, not just for the other businesses right there that will benefit from it, but it doesn't make sense to have this major connector closed. It got built for a reason, 100%, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. What does it mean to you and your brother to be local business owners on Central Avenue in KCK? Oh man, we, uh, we absolutely love it over there. Our family grew up in Strawberry Hill. Um, we spent uh, uh, most of our time coming over there, going to church and, and uh, attending all the festivities in the area. Um, it's our home, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it means the world to us every day. We're there, you know, the, the hours put in every week or to, to make it as absolutely awesome as possible for us, for our employees and for the community. It's, it's just, there's, you know, I tell people all the time, we don't want to open another restaurant. This is, this is perfect. Everything I was, was going to say, Schlapp's is kind of an institution over there. Yeah. Whether we, you know what it, I, mean, I, it kind I, of is. I, it's hard to believe sometimes, but we really, we, we try our best. We try our best. What are some of the other challenges you face just as a small business owner in, in a town like KCK? Um, you know, generally speaking, KCK has been super supportive. It's very easy to get questions answered. So the uh, running a business over there hasn't been too challenging. Um, a, a small business that's in a, a community that that up until, you know, the last 10 or 15 years has been a little isolated, maybe even had a little bad, um, you know, was looked looked upon differently than some of the other metropolitan areas. Um, it's taken a while to overcome that. We still struggle with people that don't want to cross a river. They don't want to come over to Wyandotte because of the neighborhood or they don't want to um, they don't want to spend time over there. And then they come. And they're like, oh, my gosh. You it's know, a real issue, isn't it? It is a real issue. It's a psychological yeah. issue 100%. more than anything else. Yeah, psychological geographic divide. What do you uh, say to people about that? How do you how do you overcome that? Um, you know, I tell the first thing I tell people is I've been there for nine years as a business owner and never had an issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's beyond safe. I tell people that um, um, I have more sense of family and community uh, in, in the, the in the downtown Kansas City, Absolutely. Kansas area than I have anywhere else. Yeah. You know, when I go to the gas station, everybody holds the door for each other. When the customers come in, they're happy. Um, we take care of our neighbors and our, our our police force and our firefighters. We try to we try to do what's right by the community. And I have never seen a community that's more supportive of our business. We opened because of the community. We were not going to open a restaurant. We were going to cater. No and kidding. literally, people would knock on the door and say, hey, what are you doing? We'll support you. Um, the neighbors, the other business owners, the firefighters and the police. And uh, we said, hey, we'll give it a try. And that's how SLAP started. I'm also sitting here thinking that there are some big events coming to the Metro in the next few years. I'm thinking, obviously, of World Cup in 2026. And I'm guessing you want to make your business as accessible as possible to take advantage of events like that. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. So um, it's hard to say what those events will do. But the draft being here, for example, um, you know. 
200% up. Was it? Yeah. It's that big of an impact for us. Because we've heard different uh, stories about how much impact there actually it's, it's, was. It's unbelievably massive. We got to meet with some folks from uh, the draft uh, ahead of time. They were looking to collaborate on some things. And they told us we couldn't imagine what type of business. And they were right. It, it, it directly impacted our business dramatically. Yeah. We couldn't keep up, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, Representative Curtis, uh, moving forward from here, where do things go? Well, I, I think we um, continue to make the case. We continue to work with the UG to identify um, possible federal, state, local, private dollars that can help with the bridge. Yeah. Um, I think we have momentum now. The commission definitely has shown that um, they're interested in finding that funding and, and working to reopen the bridge. You got their attention. We did. <laughs> what's, the t- what's the most realistic timeline here, do you think, in terms of when this thing might get repaired? Um, you know, I think that there's a couple of options that they do have. One plan that has been uh, proposed is there would be a way to um, more quickly reopen the bridge for limited um, traffic as they continue to get the funding to rebuild the bridge so that it can sustain the kind of traffic that it's going to need to sustain. Yeah. Okay. Mike, what's your best guess, hope, for when this thing could reopen? The sooner the better. Sooner um, the better. I, I want to get under construction on it because the construction of fixing it's going to be brutal for us. Yeah. Um, so I want that plan in place, and then let's just get it over with. Okay. Yeah. That's Mike Pierce. He co-owns uh, Slaps Barbecue with his brother right on Central Avenue there. You know, you talk about barbecue getting, you know, it's not even lunchtime yet, but it makes me hungry, Mike. I don't know what it is. Even mention the word. Also with us today, Kansas State Representative Pam Curtis, a Democrat from Wyandotte County. And you're about to start another session here, aren't you? We are. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Okay. Sounds good. Thank thank you both for coming. Appreciate appreciate it. it. You bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously, but you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit radioactive on June 14th. NPR's all things considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party and it's going to be bumping. You got to be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org radioactive.